Hello, welcome to the Simply Mental Podcast, recorded in beautiful downtown Huntsville, Alabama. I'm your host, Chris DePew. Thank you so much for joining me today. Hello, friends. I know it's been quite a while since I've uh, put out a podcast. That's for various reasons. The practice has been really busy. Um, and, and I mean, many other things I could list, but really won't do us any good here. The thing that I, I really want to focus on is the fact that there's a lot of people suffering right now. Uh, we're in the middle of something that we've never encountered. I mean, ever really i guess you know what 1916 uh 1914 time frame uh was the last time something like this even ever remotely happened uh the world is upended um there's people dying left and right um we don't know how this ends we don't know when this ends there's a lot of uncertainty about life right now and so i wanted to come on and put out a podcast because uh, there's you know, it's great. Those of us that are still able to work, I'm seeing most of my clients, um, on, on video sessions right now, which is just fine. Uh, I've been doing that for a long time. It doesn't really take away too much from the actual counseling experience in, in my opinion. Uh, and so that's great for those of that, those that can kind of still get to and see their counselor. But there's a lot of people right now that don't have the ability to leave their home. Um, and they don't have the best internet connection. They don't, they can't afford to see a therapist right now because, you know, everything is closed. Uh, people have lost their jobs. There's a record 6.6 million people uh, applied for unemployment benefits um, in the last week, I think. Um, and, and so there's a lot of people that just can't get access to a therapist. And so I thought, well, I might as well put a podcast out, the first one in a long time, trying to help with what's going on right now and give some tips, some advice, some things that might work uh, to help you get through some of the more anxious moments that we're kind of experiencing right now. Uh, these are very kind of generic. You might be able to Google these and find them. I'm not sure, but these are my go-to things that I instantly kind of share with clients that either come to the office or I'm seeing on video that say, what do I do with the stress of right now? And he here's what I'll what I'll say. Uh, you know, none of these aren't going to be foolproof. They're not going to work for everybody. They're not even going to be things that some people might even think are good, but they tend to work for a majority of people. So give them a shot. What harm is there to do in trying to try something rather than do nothing, right? So if you find yourself in the most anxious position you've ever been and you have so much uncertainty, um, you're not alone. There's those of us that don't know, even those of us that aren't really hurting as bad as a lot of other people financially and otherwise, we still don't have any certainty about really anything right now. So you're not alone. Our anxiety is real. Your anxiety is real. Uh, sometimes we have to surrender to the emotional state that we're in in order to find a way through it and to completely understand it. To completely understand an emotional state, there is a requirement of surrender to some degree. Uh, and so that's one thing to remember. 
but always know you're not alone. We are here. We're here to help. There are thousands, probably tens of thousands of therapists just in the Southeast where I am uh, that are seeing everyone by video. So if you have the means, please reach out to therapists. There's plenty of us that are doing virtual sessions. Uh, we'd be more than happy to, to get you in somehow. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, let's, let's just dive right into some of these uh, examples, some of these tips that might help. Um, one of the things that I find a lot of my clients are struggling with is that they, they don't know the ending. They don't know how this looks in a month. Um, you know, what do we do? How do, how do I deal with not knowing? My, my first thing to, to kind of tell you is that we have to deal with the what is and not the what could be's. If we're going to live really any time in our life, but right now in particular, if we're going to live for the what could be's, our brain will start to catastrophize so bad that we'll find ourselves in a really dark place really quickly. And so remember, we have to, it's a, you know, there's a little cognitive thought stopping technique. Anytime you catch yourself saying, I wonder what's going to happen. How is this going to end? Just kind of gently nudge yourself and say, no, let's not think like that. Let me think about the what is. And the what is, is I'm okay today. Perhaps you aren't sick today. If you are listening to this and you are sick, uh, I, you know, I hope, I wish for you strength uh, and, and, and courage. And so those things are uh, what I wish for those that are, are finding themselves sick today. Those of us that are not sick, we have to deal with the fact that we're not and we're well. If you find yourself with enough to eat today, and I know that there's many who don't, but if you do, then we have to live with that. That is the what is. I'm okay today. I have something to eat. I had some sleep tonight. I have clothes to put on. I'm okay. And that's what the, that's inside of the what is. So we have to find a way to pull our cognitions back to what is and not the what could be's because the what could be's are rather scary. If we sit here and listen to the news or all we do is watch the news, read the news and look, wait for the next update. If, if that's what our life is consisting of right now, your brain will catastrophize that to the nth degree and you'll find yourself in a dark place. So pull yourself back, deal with the what is rather than the what could be. Okay. All right. So that's the first one. The second one uh, is something that I, I teach all my clients really anyway, um, as far as a mindfulness technique to try to keep ourselves uh, grounded, to keep ourselves um, just whole in general. But right now it will be very important, I think, to spend 10 minutes a day in silence. So that doesn't have to be a meditation posture. It doesn't have to be that you close your eyes and you chant or you hum in any of these other kind of um, stereotypical meditation postures. You don't have to take that. What I would like for everyone to try to do is turn everything off for 10 minutes a day. Maybe even sit on your front porch, your back porch, your front yard, and just be for 10 minutes in silence. Just be. Listen to those things going on around you. Listen to what's internal. Feel your breath. Hear your heartbeat. Feel your heartbeat. All of these things. Just rest inside of 10 minutes in complete silence. Turn the phone off. Turn your watch off. Put everything on Do Not Disturb. And just be for 10 minutes. The goal here is to reach some sort of inner voice that is at peace and at rest 
and seems to be more peaceful. We all have an inner voice that is peaceful and at rest. Sometimes because of what we do in our lives and the way we live, uh, particularly in our culture, it's hard for us to find that inner still voice. Uh, so I want you to spend 10 minutes in silence. Um, don't have any distractions. Try to do this away from everything. Um, I, I'm already hearing all of the complaints in my head right now. You know, Chris, I've got three kids under the age of seven running around all the time. How in the world am I supposed to uh, find 10 minutes of, of silence a day? Uh, my recommendations are many things there. Uh, you know, if you have a partner at home, fantastic. Uh, tell the partner that you are interested in getting this 10 minutes and you need to each support each other in that idea of creating that space. And so if you have a partner, tell the partner this is important. And as partners, if our partner asks us for these things, this 10 minutes of silence or, or other things, our job as a partner is to support each other in finding what's going to create balance and wholeness. And so as a partner, support your other, support your other half in the desires that they need. Um, that's what we should be doing right now. So if you are at home, kids running around, nowhere for the kids to go, you can't find that space and you don't have a partner to help out. Um, I would wait and give my, myself the 10 minutes perhaps when they're napping. Um, and if that doesn't happen right now, which of course might not be, uh, try to do this at night, uh, right before maybe you uh, expire into the bed and then and, and sleep, right? <laughs> maybe you'll put them to bed, spend 10 minutes at the end of the day in silence with no screens, nothing on, finding that still quiet inner voice that's at peace right now even in the middle of this chaos all right so that's the second one the third one here is we, we have to we have to find a way to mentally escape everything that's kind of happening this isn't an unhealthy thing we we're in the middle of this all the time and we can't really escape what is happening the news even if you don't have the news turned on and you just try to sit in your home and do activities or crafts with the kids uh, if that's what you're doing fantastic but you still recognize all the time i can't leave or i can't do something I can't go somewhere else. And so if you if this is the case, we still have to find some sort of avenue for us to kind of leave mentally what's going on. One of the number one ways to do that is with a book. I encourage even if you're not a reader, I think it is really important to find a book. Um, some sort of graphic novel, comic book, doesn't matter. But we need to find some sort of escape mentally from what's happening. Books are a fantastic source of that. They allow you to go into a world that exists somewhere else or doesn't exist. You can escape there, live inside these characters for a period of time. Gives your, break, your brain that break that it needs in order to feel refreshed and start to live more in the moment when you return um, from, from reading the book. So we need to find time to kind of read a book, 
flip through magazines that are about travel, mentally travel um, to a place, use some of the online resources that are being shared right now. I'll try to put some of those in the show notes so that you can click them. There's a lot of museums right now that are doing virtual tours for free. Let's see if we can't use some of these resources to let the brain travel a little bit and get away from kind of what is going on all around us all the time. Okay. So there, that's the third tip. Now, the fourth one is kind of really simple. It's, it's not very complicated, won't take very much thought, uh, I don't think. Um, but we need to remember to stay hydrated. We're not going and doing and running around as much and back and forth to the car, back and forth to the copier, back and forth to wherever. So we're, we're kind of at home more. We're maybe running around the yard a little bit, um, maybe doing some gardening or planting or something. But we're not we're not really moving our body quite as much as we probably normally do, but we have to remember to stay hydrated. Uh, recommendations for hydration kind of vary from place to place, depends on where you look. The latest ones that I can kind of find and that I always share with my clients were shared with me, uh, shared to me, I guess, from a nutritionist that I had seen. Um, I don't even know how long ago it has been, but it hasn't been that long ago, maybe a year or so. And they recommended that everyone really needs to be drinking half of their body weight in fluid ounces. So if you're 100 pounds, you need to be drinking 50 fluid ounces of water a day. I think that's for folks that maybe aren't even as active. So if you're more active than that, perhaps you'll need more. But the but and again, you're going to find different recommendations for water. You know, you can you can send me an email and let me know that hey, that wasn't accurate. That's fine. Um, I don't mind taking some suggestions, and I'll put out some uh, new recommendations perhaps if, if someone sends me something that's kind of more up to date than that or are more factual perhaps i'll i'll share that through the twitter and and, and all the other um, social media outlets but um let's kind of focus on staying hydrated that's really important we can't forget hydration so there's that's that's the, that's kind of the fourth recommendation this last one uh, is kind of a simpler one as well uh, it's kind of related to hydration a little bit there's a lot of anxiety going around and we all kind of have extra anxiety right now because of this extra anxiety there's a few things that we know kind of drive people to have higher levels of anxiety anyway regardless of what's going on in their life and so we need to kind of find ones that are most prevalent in our culture and try to eliminate or kind of limit them um, as a culture we drink a whole lot of caffeine uh, right now is probably a time to try to limit the number or the amount of caffeine that you're uh, kind of taking in. Uh, I know uh, we're sitting around the house dealing with the kids. We want to just drink all the coffee that we can make. Um, that's fine. But if you feel yourself kind of uh, having a lot of agitation or restlessness, your mind is catastrophizing a lot. You don't really know how to ground yourself and center. It's, it's becoming increasingly difficult. Let's see how much caffeine. Kind of think about how much caffeine you've had. And if it's too much, let's try to cut back. And I think all of us should try to cut back a little bit on how much caffeine we're probably taking in right now. That might be a, just a good thing in general to kind of go over. So, um, but that, so that's kind of the more simplistic one, limit the caffeine that we're taking in kind of reduces the anxiety. Um, you know, the last one here that I want to want to say is that we still have to move. 
We're not going and in, in, in going from our car to the office, up and down the stairs. We're not going to the copy machine as much, but we have to move our body. Decrease depression, anxiety. I can show you reams of research that talk about uh, having a reduction of depression, anxiety symptoms. Um, it comes from having exercise or movement. This doesn't mean that you have to join Zumba, um, but we do need to kind of find some sort of exercise, physical um, exertion, pushing the body a little bit, break a sweat. We need to find something that we can do in this time that allows us to, um, to kind of still move the body and, and keep, keep moving. So there is an app. I, I know that it's iOS. I'll have to look and see, and I'll put in the show notes, perhaps if it's Android as well, but there's an app called fit bod. So those of us that maybe are more used to gym routines and lifting some weights or kind of doing circuit training. Um, if that's kind of your thing, this fit bod app really does kind of, and it's free. It's, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of free apps, but this one is free. Um, the, the sign up process was really simple. What it does though, is it allows you to go in there and create your gym. And so you can tell the app what kind of weights you have at home, what kind of equipment you might have at home. If you don't have any equipment at all at home, it'll build a, uh, a, a workout based off of body weight. And so there are ways to still maintain physical activity, exertion, getting out, moving a little bit. And FitBod does that. Um, right now would be a great time for those of you that have means to check out some of the other subscription-based services that are app-based. Gold's Gym has one, so they have workout routines that are kind of, I don't believe they're live, but they're like taped and they have a professional that kind of guides you through some of these um, yoga and workout stretching routines. Uh, the Peloton app, I know everybody's probably familiar with the bikes. Um, the Peloton app also is a subscription based, but it will allow for you, it has lots of stuff. So it has um, yoga on there and stretching and a lot of different routines. And so that might be one to check out as well, but we have to maintain physical activity to reduce depression, anxiety symptoms. Uh, and so that's kind of the, the, the recommendations right now. Thought I would throw up this quick kind of podcast. Uh, my podcasts generally aren't very much longer than this one anyway, but I thought that it was important to send something out into the world that allows us to find grounding again. Um, let us escape from what's maybe going on around us just long enough to find some inner peace, to find a little more balance, uh, to get back to some sort of routine for ourselves. Um, let me know how things are going. If you're in need, let me know. I'll see if I'll see if I can't send resources your way. Uh, reach out to me on social media. Um, you'll find all that contact information online at the website, uh, the simplymentalpodcast.com. You'll find all my contact there. Send me suggestions um, and get in touch with me if you're something that you are truly in need of, and I'll see if I can't. Uh, can't get some resources your way. Okay. Well, everyone, I, I really hope that you stay safe. I hope you stay well. Um, you know, be safe, wash your hands. Don't touch your face. Uh, let's see if we can't get through this. I do think there might be some benefits from this that we might be able to see later on uh, once we're kind of beyond this point and we can see through the stress and the anxiety that it's currently causing. Um, I wish you well. Grace and peace to everyone.